This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is FitSmart, podcast number 13, recorded May 19th, 2012. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. Hopefully, uh, everyone's had a great week and uh, got everything done you wanted to get done, or at least most of it. <laughs> yeah, you were uh, you were moving stuff around. Oh yeah, bed uh, took everything out of my uh, out of my office. Tried to junk, uh, find out what was junk and what wasn't. Decided it was taking too long, so I just boxed everything up and uh, <laughs> put it in the garage, and then uh, started building a building a bed and nice. put that in there so again it looks actually like a usable space again as opposed to a uh, you know storage unit <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know anything about that no not I, at I all i don't have storage unit all over my house yeah i wouldn't i, I wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> well there were a couple of things i know uh, that we wanted to talk about this week one thing that i kind of wanted to mention was uh, uh, a discussion that i had with a friend about about eating vegetables okay and it's kind of interesting that, um, you know, I think my prime drive for eating vegetables is that I like to eat. Right. And the fact that you can eat so much more of them. Right. Such a bigger volume of, yeah. of food with the vegetables. Yeah. And and I think my big solutions, if you call them that, I wouldn't call this <laughs> my tricks, my tricks. own tricks right. for like trying to live with reduced calorie intake. Uh, be it uh, a time when I'm trying to lose some weight or, uh, you know, the first time really trying to lose some weight. Right. Was, you know, one was subbing in a lot of vegetables for what I normally ate. Right. Not necessarily just willy-nilly replacing them, but when I was planning out my meals, I found that, you know, if I wanted to have a big plate of food... You would if, need vegetables in that. Right. right. If there were, ve- if it was largely vegetables, uh, I could still have a big plate of food, which was nice. Right. And, uh, and the other thing was eating slower, yes. which, which I still do because I just, I really like eating. And I, if I eat it all in a minute, I'm going to, oh yeah, I'm going to want more. You're going to want more. Well, and a big thing on there too, is it does take time for, um, your brain to register that you are full. Um, so if you eat too fast, you may have enough nutrients going in and actually be full and just not know it yet. And then you start eating more, and at which point, that's where you start getting the stomach ache and start going, oh, God, I ate too much type thing, and, and that's not but, good. But yeah, even when like I have my bowl of whatever, and it's sitting there, and I've already measured it out, and I know that's right. what I'm going to eat, uh, I just enjoy it more if I take my time with it. Right. Well, part of it is, you know, especially you get to enjoy the flavors. Right. You know, I mean, if, you, if you're if you spooning it down really fast, you don't always give your yourself time to, to appreciate the seasonings that you put on, you know, and actually, um, you know, I know with the peas, with the pepper, <laughs> I love pepper, but I love to taste it. Yeah. You know, and if you eat too fast, you just, all of a sudden you're done and you're like, what, what did I taste? You know, it's almost like you didn't taste anything. So, um, and besides, it's healthier for you. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I, I just know, like I said, there are probably good reasons to do that. <laughs> but my reasons, selfish reasons, are that uh, that I'm looking at that, you know, at that. And it's it's actually, I'm at a point in losing weight where I it's difficult and I want to eat more. Right. And uh, I just, you know, it you got to pull all the punches and do everything yep. you can to try to keep it under control. And well, and, that's and, one of them. For and, that's, me. and that's a great, you know, a great way to look at it is it, it just 
just because it's good for you um, may not be motivation enough to do it. But if it helps you feel like you're eating more because you're yeah. eating for a longer period of time. Yeah, never um, underestimate that feeling yeah. like you're eating more. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> it's a good thing to feel yeah. like you're eating more, especially when you're not. You're yeah. like, oh, I can just enjoy that. You know, um, grab a smaller spoon. Take smaller bites. Absolutely. You know, um, start, no, absolutely. Just chew more. You know, make, you know. I don't know. Growing up, I was always said, chew 40 times. And I would try and I'm like, eh, nothing's no, left. You no. know, I can't do it. Well, 10 at least, you know, a few, but I used don't to inhale not, it. <laughs> yeah. I used to inhale it as a kid. I, I still do. Sometimes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm done. Can I have another bowl? They're like, oh, what happened? You know, they hadn't even finished serving everybody at the table and I'd have cleared my plate asking for more. So yeah, that's, I think why they told me to chew 40 times growing up. But <laughs> Because you thinking about it gave you that extra little bit of time you needed, right. which was I, I enough. Had to, I was counting, so I was like, you know, and then there. But if you got to enough. 10, it was enough. It you was enough. some more. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, that's one of the things that this week I, I found myself thinking about when I just, I really want to eat more and and uh, it's difficult to, to sure. stop. Oh, definitely. I mean, and, and that's. Because especially, you know, with the cycles that we're doing with the with the gaining and the loss, um, when coming off a, a gaining cycle, you're getting to eat a lot more. Yeah. You're getting you're like, I like a gaining cycle. Like a thousand <laughs> calories different. You know, you're like, I like this because you do. And it's not just that you're still eating slow, but you're eating more, you know, yeah. and, and and so there is always that that mental change. And, you know, when I did the juice for the, you know, the in the liquid p- predominantly for the three weeks. Um, that's rough that was you know again not recommending it um, three <laughs> weeks is a long time three day seven day cleanse you're fine if you but if you have any if you're going to have any cravings and you already have them and you're fighting and, and you do that <laughs> they're going to be worse you know it's like a gremlin you know they're they're you know they, they they're not too bad they're nice they're sitting in the corner you can control them but you feed them after midnight yeah you're in trouble at that point so I remember we had a we had a discussion about this i think what i said was that like i feel like I, I I have a tough time with those for a couple of reasons. One is that it's it's so difficult in the gain, if any, right is 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 so debatable. You it know, is. when people talk about cleansing, it's very difficult for them to tell you what you're cleansing yourself of. Right. Um, like you know, when you talk about uh, and and as far as just weight loss goes, the things that that a lot of times you'll see or hear people doing to lose weight. Uh, I I have learned we'll move the scale, but don't get you any closer to your real goal. Well, you know, yeah. like like a, a, a person that I uh, I I don't know, but a, a person that I deal with had told me about a friend who was uh, that they had run into who was like, oh yeah, I went and got the P ninety X thing, and I I've been eating almost nothing, and I lost right. like eighteen pounds in a month, and you're like, man, but that's not sustainable. Is the hard not, part? Not only is it not sustainable, but you know, questionable as to what, well, what your you, gains actually yeah, were. Well, right, you, know, what, right. you, you lost 18 pounds and if 10 of it was body fat and eight of it was muscle, I would not, I would, I would, I would rather, I would whole, I'd rather that. still have the 18 pounds on. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, really, cause I would not want to lose yeah. that eight pounds of muscle. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the, you know, the big thing to keep in mind is anytime you're doing anything that's on the, on the far end or the, the, the more extreme end, um, some people it can really help. Um, in certain way, I mean, if if your body has a lot of toxins in it, and you're eating poorly, you know, making really you know poor poor food choices as it is, going a pure route by getting the juice and the and the smoothies and things that are going to help flush out, your body's going to help to. I mean, for one, you're going to go to the bathroom a lot more. It'll help. <laughs> it will help clear out the colon. But you know, you're what's going to happen is 
you are going to experience a lot more of the cravings. Um, yeah. You, you know, that's, which is, and if that's what you're already fighting, yeah. you're that better was, off not necessarily going that, that extreme of a route. Yeah, yeah. that was actually the, the, the funny part of the discussion that we right. had. Because I, I was like, you know, if you have the willpower to do that, to right. do a, uh, you know, even a seven-day nothing but juice. Right. Just take that willpower and instead of doing that, spread it out over six months. <laughs> sure, yeah. And and with that lesser spread out willpower, you could probably eat awesomely. Yeah, eat a lot more comfortably. Yeah, you know, a lot be less happy. Cravings. Yes, you know. And and I guess that's you know it's tempting to think, and I know I certainly have, and still do sometimes. It's tempting to think that. I did this thing to myself over all these years. Right. Now I'm going to undo it in a week. Right. And it's just not going to happen. I'm going to take that magic pill or do that magic exercise and boom, Or, or somehow if I if I load it on, and, and, and this is something that's been very hard for me to accept, because I'm not saying that it things won't help or that you shouldn't move that way. It's right. just that you get into diminishing returns very quickly. Yes. And... And the worst thing, I think one of the worst things that can happen, and you know far more about this than I do, but I know for me, it probably would have stopped me cold. Oh, sure. Is to push heavily into those diminishing returns and and become very frustrated very quickly right. with the fact that all of that extra effort gained you almost nothing. And well, you know, and the thing to keep in mind, too, is you have to know yourself well enough to know whether or not that something like that is going to yeah, help, yeah. you know, and because That's true, you know, when we're, when we're talking juices too, we're not talking, going out and buying, you know, a uh, tree top apple juice, you know, well, yeah, not, which not is what most people do. I mean, you didn't, you, I mean, I had my did. juicer out. I, I juiced my, my carrots, my celery, my ginger, oh, my apples, you know, um, some, uh, what was it also had in there? Uh, some bell peppers, um, and some cucumber. I mean, so we're talking pure vegetable with, and fruit juice that I juiced myself. So right. I mean, it's, you know, no added sugar, no added additives. Um, uh, it's kind of a, you know, you mix all those colors together, it comes out brown, but you can't really market <laughs> brown juice. You know, no one's going to buy it. They're going, ooh. But, you know, something like that. So I'm, I'm getting basically as pure uh, um, nutrients out of the ju- uh, the vegetables and, and fruit that I can. So when we're talking juice fast, something like that, it's that's what you're doing. Um, but again, I didn't go strictly. Well, you added protein as well. Well, yeah. And then, then you know, then I took took my soy milk and mixed that in with protein powder, threw in some berries um, and, uh, and or a banana, mixed some things up. Um, one of the best was mango, by the way. Oh, fresh mango, cut it up, blend that in with some soy milk and I some bet. protein. Oh, that was good. Um, and uh, it was, uh, but again, doing it that way, again, I already eat fairly healthy. Right. Um, but when I look at it, overall, in that time, I lost 10 pounds, um, which was more than I want. My size went down, which was not what I necessarily, yeah, right. my overall goals. Um, after a week back on it, um, I'm back up um, uh, five of those pounds. Nice. So, it's, so, you know, I knew some of that was going to be glycogen stores. I knew some of that was going to just be because I wasn't eating the, the actual um, carbs that I uh, would typically get in there. Um, but uh, it's definitely not an easy process. And, uh, um, if you do choose to do something like that, um, I would not recommend going over three days the first time you do it and pick a long weekend when you know you don't have to really talk to anyone um, <laughs> because there will be times when oh, you'll be yeah. grouchy because you're hungry. Um, and also make sure the, the, uh, fridge and the pantry are cleared because you're going to have cravings and you're, and it's craving. Well, craving is not the right word. You're going to have your habits that you naturally go to reach for certain foods. Um, Post workout, there, you know, I'd have my shake, and then there would be I'd either make myself a sandwich or or have like a bowl of cereal. 
I'd find myself opening up a cupboard and going, oh, that's right. I'm not eating those. Boom. Have to close it. Uh, <laughs> you know, and so yeah. it's not necessarily that I craved it, but that was what my habit was. And so if you want to put yourself into a successful situation to be able to do that, but by the same token, um, again, the results you're going to get, although you may benefit health wise from it, from some of the cleanse, again, it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. Uh, and that's really yeah. what it comes down to for the amount of effort you're going to have to put in. Because- and that's, yeah, that's it is that I, I think we, we talked about cost benefit analysis a while back, but it seems to me for, for the way I make these decisions that, you know, I don't want to waste that effort. Right. And, and the, the worst thing in the world is when you put in a bunch of effort and then you realize that you're just not going to get anywhere near what you expect out of it. Right. Well, and, and I think that's either, either, you know, you lose a bunch because you just didn't eat what you needed to, to keep the part you wanted to keep, you know, and, and this focus entirely on the scale with no, with no consideration for what it is you're losing or how. Correct. And I think we've already gone through the whole uh, how you can end up kind of on the backside of the power curve very easily in, yeah. in terms of losing losing enough muscle mass. And and I think it's clear that you know I don't think we can say this enough because I I did not grasp this in the least. Right. When you say that, you're not talking about bodybuilders. No, no. You know, like anyone. There's anybody yeah. losing losing muscle. Yeah, yeah. It's the balance. It's not how much overall. That's important. That's it. You right. know. You know if. It, you know, if you're a woman and you're worried that you're going to look, you know, masculine with all this, no, with the right mix of, 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 of you know, of fat and muscle, you, right. you look very healthy. You do. Right. Um, but, you know, if you slip the other way, regardless of what the scale says, it can really turn into a tail chase really quickly where it gets right. harder and harder and harder to maintain. And, and I think that's just, for me, uh, you know, trying to deal with, issues that I have with food and issues that I have with living and, right. and the lifestyle and other things. That's the last thing I need. Like is oh, yeah, making definitely. it more difficult. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to, I'm, I'm having trouble now. <laughs> I don't need more difficult. Right. You know? Yeah. Let, let, let's, you know, it's, it's almost like, okay, this is hard as it is. Um, I just, I want to see if I can make it hard. Let's do the hardest thing yeah. we can do. And Oh, by uh, which, we, which, you know, I'm having trouble eating reasonably anyway. So now I'm going to try to eat so extreme. It's going to be difficult. And then right. on top of that, that may, unless done very carefully may well put me into a position where it's harder to maintain. Correct. Ouch. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and that's, you know, Ouch. The, the whole time is, is when I was doing it, I still lifted the same. I didn't feel any, any, uh, um, strength. In fact, uh, none of the strength dropped. I was actually able to bump a couple weights up on, you know, nice. through, through the wow. three weeks. Um, but I definitely lost size, you know, so for the appearance goal, I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't like my shoulders being this small. <laughs> you know, I, wanna, <laughs> I got them bigger. I was happy with them there. Marsha was happy with them there. And now all of a sudden they went and they shrunk. Um, they're coming back though. So again, it, and that's where you're getting the right balance of food. Um, but one thing I will say that I did find from that is I really do enjoy that vegetable fruit juice mix oh, nice. during midday. It, it really tastes good, um, but I also know it's not going to fill me up. So when I when I have it, um, you know, um, I'm actually starting to like it more and more pre-workout because I can drink it 30 minutes before any workout, legs included, body will go through it pull that nutrients out and then I can go, go work out. And then I'm still hungry afterwards, but I've had that nutrient boost going ahead of time. Well, as opposed to using like a, you know, nitrous oxide booster, like no explode or no extreme or anything like that. So, you know, the one thing I feel like I've been kind of lucky about, and I don't, I, I, it may have been just from all the crap that I ate for all these years, but my stomach is surprisingly not sensitive. (laughs) Like I can, (laughs) I have, I have, it's been very rare eating reasonably cleanly 
that I ate something and went in and it kind of was off working out. Right. Like virtually any meal that I eat, I could eat immediately before working out. And right. Go now. in and be fine. And yeah. it wouldn't be a problem, you know? Well, and the, the fact that you're eating, you know, significantly cleaner means it's easier for the body to, to digest it as well. So that, that helps. So, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's really, it does come down to finding that right balance, you know, yeah. when we're talking food, cardio and weights, because really that's what it does, you know, all three of those. And, and I know on the, on the forum, I was, you know, yeah, uh, there was a pretty interesting yeah. discussion you had kind, going there. Yeah. Kind of going back and forth with, you know, what is the right balance of cardio? You know, what, you know, if I, you know, should I do, you know, hit the high intensity interval training? Should I, and I've linked on there the, you know, about the Tabata exercises, which we did, we did the, we did. in case anybody's wondering if you do Tabata with sit-ups. Or did we do, oh, no, we did, did we, we do sit-ups or leg lifts? We did. We did leg lifts. No, what do, crunches. We did both. Oh, that's right. At different times, <laughs> not together. Not the same day, but uh, that's right. We did, we've done them both. different ones, yeah. Um, you can do anything, you technically. Can, you could just do your, about whole, anything. your whole workout that way with weights and everything. Be insane. Be but, careful with the weights because you are, God. with the speed you're going, at, you know, there's a, a possible potential for injury. Uh, but finding that right balance between the cardio and the weights. A big portion of it comes down to what your goal is and where you're at in relationship to that goal. Um, you know, it's like if you're, you know, folding a piece of paper, if you want to fold it six times, the first fold is easy. Yeah. You know, second, third, fourth, oh, fifth, yeah. you go to that sixth one, you're getting out a hammer, bang it, you know, it's like mashing it, put it in the vice, crank it down. As you get closer and closer to your goal, the, the amount of res- the results and the speed of the results are going to be significantly diminished. It's just because the body's going to fight you more and more at that point. Um, yeah, and I can so, tell you all about that. You know, and so, <laughs> like, well, I mean, it seems it, like it happens to me. Well, you know, and a it, lot and it, and it has, as we've changed the cycles a couple times, build and loss, build and now back on a loss again, you know, we, you have to have that proper cycle in there. So again, I can't really stress enough as well, how much data will help you get, get your body fat done, whether it's with a caliper, whether it's a handheld or a scale and see if you're doing it. If you can find someone to help you do a caliper, the reason I like that is because the scale may show a percentage point up and down difference um, just on it plus or minus error. It, it'll move yeah. all over depending on the time of day and so forth. Um, the calipers change too, but if you get it consistently around the same time of day, you'll get a more accurate idea of what and where you're losing it. So if you're like, I'm the same weight, but I lost three millimeters on the calipers, you know, one on the bicep, one on the tricep, one on the back and nothing on the stomach. If you're doing the four point, you're like, okay, well, I really want it to come off the stomach, but apparently my body doesn't want to lose it there right away. So <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> like, no, we have, not at all. Does that hasn't been the problem area here that we're trying to focus on. But again, because you know that it's not coming off there. Again, there's no such thing as spot reduction. Again, can't yeah. say that enough. Yeah. Um, no matter how many times I say it, people, so to lose weight here, do I just do sit-ups? No. You know, after get about, strong abs. Yeah, you'll get strong useful. abs. They're very useful, <laughs> but it doesn't mean you're going to burn body fat in the in the abdominal area. Uh, but again, by having those the, the pinch test done, you'll actually really see where it's coming from and where it's moving. And again, if you only lose a millimeter in two weeks... Still, it's going the, if that's yeah, the direction you want to go, right it's going in the right direction. Um, and again, depending on how lean you are, you know, and it, when you start getting down into the teens, you know, 18, 19, you can still start to see, you know, a fair amount of loss. When you get down to 14, 15, 13, you're getting down into the getting closer to what would be considered for an athlete in an athletic range when you get under 13. Um, it's going to be slower. 
at the rate that it goes down um, because you're getting closer and closer to just the essential body fats. And so your body wants to hold on to that for, for health reasons, for, for safety reasons, for survival reasons. Um, so you're consistently fighting that. Um, so again, one, I would say get data. Find out, are you going in the right direction? If you are, then go ahead and stick with what you're doing. Still make you know your, your modifications every three to four weeks or so. Uh, change up your, your cardio, change up you know how you're doing your, your weight routine and everything. Um, but if you're already fairly lean and you're trying to go even a little bit leaner, um, but you want to add mass, more of your days in the gym, say on a five-day workout week, should be weights. Should be, say, three days weights, two days cardio. Um, if you're not as concerned about adding mass, but more just keeping what you have, um, you could go three days cardio and two days weights. Now, if you're, you know, can't, can't quite get over that hurdle thinking, okay, two days of lifting is not enough. Um, I'm going to lose mass and maybe you will some, you know, depending on where your body is. And that's why we have the data and we track it. Um, do a circuit training one day, which would add in, you get your cardio cause your heart rate's going to be elevated, but you're still going to get your weight training in do pure, two pure cardio days and two pure weight days at that point. But again, the balance in there really has to know is, one, are you going in the right direction and getting what you want? Um, and if you're not going in the right direction, that's when you need, know you need to make a change. One of the things I've always had a hard time getting my head around is, is you know, I, I realize and I, I've, I've varied the number enough and looked in the mirror while doing it enough right. over a long time to realize that, that the body fat number is really the most relevant to appearance goals as I care about for right. me. And I would say for a lot of people, that's the same, you know, cause when they say I want to lose weight, um, a lot of people are, are saying I want to lose body fat is yeah. really what they're, what they're thinking. Um, the, the image that you have in mind is a lower body fat is typically yeah. a lower body. It fat. is for right. me. Right. Yeah. And, and so getting to know, um, what that is, is what's going to be helpful. Um, and if you're using a scale, digital scale for body fat, if you're using a handheld for body fat, um, you're probably going to want to at least initially do that a couple, two, or maybe three times a week, um, like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and figure out how, where the fluctuation is coming at. You know, I might be, this could be bad. I mean, nobody should ever take advice from me, (laughs) but, but I have found with the scale that it's, it's even more than the, than, I mean, with the, uh, electronic body fat measurement, I have right. one of the grip kind. Sure. I have and, those too. Yeah. Cause I mean, they're cheap. You they're can cheap. Pick they're one easy. Up. And they're fit right in a drawer. Bag, yeah, absolutely. You know, I keep you it by the bed, you know, but the thing is like, if you, uh, I, I have found that number one, uh, obviously hydration and time of day because of hydration and other things is is so critical. So the most controlled time of day hydration wise is immediately when you get up in the morning, go to the bathroom. Yep. You are about as close to the same there as you will ever be. And, and that's when I chose to do it. That's when I got the best, most consistent results doing it. The, the second thing was that I think even more than the scale, I'm a big believer and I realize this doesn't work for everybody. So like I said, take it with a shaker of salt, right? But, (laughs) I I feel like, you know, weighing once every couple of weeks or every day is helpful because if you get kind of in the middle, right. it's like it varies, but you don't really know how it varies. Right. So it's scary. Like if you weigh once a week, for example, which is not the end of the world or anything, but like if you were to weigh at, at midday one and morning on the other, it could be three pounds, four pounds different. Easily. Oh yeah. And definitely. that's, that's more than you probably are realistically changing in the week. So right. it's almost not data. 
it, you know? Yeah, it just gives you that false, really yeah. gives you the false data I, and throws you off. I, I lost eight pounds this week, and then, of course, you know, the next week it's, oh, I gained two, you know, and you're like, right. no, it, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, it's it's almost almost too, uh, how should I say it, uh, it jumps around too much to give you a good good line. You can't right. judge But if you weigh data. every day, it'll still jump around, but you have so much more data to predict the line from right. that you can kind of get something out of it, even if it's not very consistent correct you know because i mean if you're if you're up uh up one pound down to up one down to you know consistently so okay well i'm actually down about a you know one you know, half pound to one pound consistently you know through the week so i actually see my you know uh, my trend going right at that point well i mean just to put it in perspective like um and i, I should be with what i'm eating in my burn which i know right. on pretty accurately on both sides i should be losing about a you know, a pound to two pounds a week. Correct. Probably more like a pound and a quarter, pound and a half. Right. Okay. So, so just eyeballing this chart, looking at the weights that I had from, for the last month, right? 179, 178 and a quarter, 179, 179.2, 178.178, 
but it's, you know, I don't know. That's a data thing. It's kind of fun to do. Yeah, like, oh, oh, what yeah. can I do? And in yeah. fact, it's kind of fun to do that. If you're going to use one, it's awesome to play with it like that because right. essentially you're going to want to get, oh, like if you wear a shirt versus don't wear a shirt. Yes. Because if you think about it, it's, it's, it's measuring your conductivity. Correct. So if there's more of your like skin touching other skin, you're more conductive. More conductive. You know, there's more so, surface and it yep. does it. But I found if you play with it to find out kind of how it works and what changes it. Right. Uh, then you end up standing in the same position in roughly the same place with the same Every posture, yep. holding it the same way w- at the same time of day with the, you know, <laughs> with having, having, uh, uh, having hydrated at about the same about rate same level exactly. and everything. And you actually, you know, that's where you're going to get the best you can. Out and you're going to get, you're going to get the closest, uh, um, closest read. Uh, and to for what it God's is. sake, do not post that you are like single digit body fat. If it says so. <laughs> you are not in Probably, all likelihood yeah, it's it, it's i mean don't get me wrong people you you can be, not be an accident when you start getting down to single digit that's you would the, see the, it some of the leanest uh of the athletes um especially when you get into lower single digits yeah um that's you're getting down towards essential body fats so um you can make it say what you want to say you can um you know depending on how you how you use it but uh, if you use it properly as that tool to you know to figure out what what you're doing um it will help you to make sure that you are getting the correct mix of cardio along with um along with your weights and again you know i'd mentioned you know briefly about you know tabata training or hit training the high intensity interval training one of the advantages there if you're already somewhat lean and you go into the the interval training it's a shorter period of time where you're spiking the heart rate and your your more of your caloric burn is actually post exercise as opposed to during the exercise um, so when you're doing the interval training, it's important to give yourself a good 30 minutes to 45 minutes after you finish before you eat because your body's actually in that elevated uh, caloric burn state at that point. So if you are going to do, if you're already leaner, that can be, can be very helpful. Um, but just make sure you don't just suddenly, okay, I'm done and then go eat right away. Cause once you eat, your body starts digesting, which means it's utilizing this, the food for energy as opposed to body fat. You give yourself 30 minutes to a half, you know, 40, 30 minutes to a half hour, eh, either one, 30 minutes to 45 <laughs> minutes after, um, after the workout, you'll see an elevated, uh, caloric burn, um, during that time, um, and it's under debate, and it depends on the person too. You might even be able to go an hour and still have that elevated caloric burn. It's going to be, everyone's body's a little bit different, um, which you'll really be able to tell because when you start getting really, really hungry, typically your body's in a in a in a burn state, but you don't want to stay there too long because you don't want to go into the you know, start burning muscle or start starving yourself at that point. Interesting, but uh, but again, that is really one of the biggest challenges. Is finding the right balance. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna ask, and and we got onto interesting things here. Yeah, <laughs> no, but we yeah, tangent here and there. That's all right. All tangents. <laughs> this is this is GWC after all. <laughs> um, you know, the one thing that I've always kind of wondered is, like, I, I had started down this path asking about, you know, um, I I realized that that uh, uh, the body composition is really the closest metric to my. To, actual goal for your goals correct it's not never going to be identical but it's the right. closest of the ones that i have available to right. me if that one goes down it's always good you're you like know, it always in the mirror it looks it looks right i'm right. like okay and and one of the things i've had a hard time squaring myself with is you know how that moves both through loss and gain like right. you know you don't just from what i can tell anyway obviously i see the biggest fastest changes when i'm in a lost phase. Right. But it seems like 
you know, it's not possible to just reduce that to a low point solely with the loss phase. So I wonder how those work together, you know? Well, I can, I'll, well, like how do you tell when it's the, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's time it's, to change and, and, right. and how do you even consider plans like that? Um, again, tracking is, is always helpful. When I was doing, you know, the three weeks of, of pure liquid and my weight was going down, um, I was using the, both a handheld, um, uh, pinch, well, I guess all three handheld pinch test and, uh, and a scale. So I was just kind of, I was looking at all the data in there. Um, it was basically showing the pinch showed my body fat was going down. The handheld and the scale showed my body fat was going up. Oh, hell yeah, because you're hydrated from hell and back. Right. You know, and so, <laughs> but the difference is, is four days after um, uh, eating, you know, starting going back to normal eating again, uh, and I starting to gain some of my, the muscle size back, the pump, the store and everything like that, it went from over the three weeks, uh, two to two, I think it was two and a half percent body fat gain. Um to a two and a half percent loss from where I started. So it was a 5% swing in four days, Wow! Um, which is then brought it into line with what the pinch test had been um, the, the whole time. So I got the size back. So there was some body fat loss at that point. Um, not worth you know, the three weeks of doing that. Mind you, that was, that, yeah. was, that was rough. But, uh, but again, the, it, what it shows is that I can, I was essentially at that point, I was eating at a caloric deficit and I was going at a, at a loss phase. Um, but I was still working as lifting as if I was in a build phase. Um, and, uh, but my, what I would see was I would see body fat slowly coming off, but I also, because I wasn't giving it the right fuel, my muscles were getting smaller as well. And so it actually looked like I was losing some muscle, um, overall. And, and, uh, next week will have been, um, two weeks. No, this was two weeks. Well, it's been three weeks since I've uh, gone back to eating. I'll go um, have the pinch test done again. And I'm pretty sure I'll see a significant change because they'll I'll have pretty much all of the, the size back um, that I that had lost. So I'll, I'll really have a good idea of where it moved. But when you're in a pure loss phase, what you're trying to shoot for is three quarters or so of your weight loss to be from body fat and only a quarter or even less, if at all possible, from muscle. Uh, if you're really heavy and you have a lot to lose, it can be two thirds to one third. But that one third of muscle lost is something that you probably might want to put back on later. So you want to minimize that as much as possible. Now, when you're going on a build phase, you can actually eat at a surplus, add muscle. And if you eat cleanly enough and balance it correctly, you'll see predominantly muscle gain, which means as you're gaining weight, your body fat is going down because it's a percentage of your total really? weight. Yeah. And oh, that's, yeah. That's, see, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, I'm like, these numbers are connected to each other. Right. So you can't just move. It, it doesn't work that way. You know, right. when you move one or the other or both, they, it's always going to change. Right. Well, let's say if you just, we'll pick a number, say your body's holding 30 pounds of body fat. Okay. Um, you can, let's see, if we do, uh, if you lose five pounds of body fat, you're now only holding 25 pounds of body fat, your body fat percent is going to drop um, and you're five pounds lighter. Now, if you're holding that same 30 pounds of body fat and you gain five pounds of muscle, you're five pounds heavier, but your percentage of body fat is now lower on, um, on that same number because you're now, say, 105 pounds instead of 100. So instead of being 30% body fat, whatever 105 is divided by, you know, or 30 is divided by 105. So it'd be like 28% body fat or something, you know, somewhere there. You'd, you'd see it, see a drop, even though your scale weight went up, you didn't lose any body fat whatsoever in the actual volume of it. But the percentage of your overall weight 
it is less of your overall weight because you've added muscle. So when you're adding muscle, you can drop your body fat. When you're at, you know, when you're losing body fat, you can drop your body fat percent as well. Because remember, it's a percent of your total sure. weight at that point. And so if you understand that, when we're trying to go into that build phase, we're trying to minimize how much body fat is gained. We're actually trying to gain as much muscle as possible. So although you may not lose any body fat, you know, in that out of that bucket, so to speak, your percentage will go down. Then when we go to the leaning phase, we're trying to hold on to that muscle, and now we're trying to pull that body fat out of that bucket. And so now we're actually trying to have less body fat on the body. And that's where that cycling um, comes in and where we're, why, by changing it up, we're going to get a lot better results because we can add some muscle. Once you have more muscle, you're going to burn more calories on the exercises you're doing, much easier to lose and pull that body fat out of the bucket and, and get rid of it. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like um, I, I'm not entirely, you know, I guess I guess it's easier when you're just way off the goal because, you right. know, the direction is clear. Yeah, as long as you're going in the right direction, you're like, I'm good. Yeah. Like when, when you're within, you know, 10 pounds of where you want right. to be, it's a lot harder to tell which direction makes sense. It does because, you know, you know it's like, all right, should I still be leaning out? Am I, yeah. you know, am I losing muscle or am I just, is it just body fat? Because you know, and, and one of the things to keep in mind is um, that, you know, when you're when you're losing weight, you may not be losing muscle. It may be all body fat, um, but you may just feel exhausted sooner. It's not necessarily that you have less muscle. You just have less energy um, storage. So your body just it can't recruit as much of the muscle fibers as you normally would, say, on a gain phase. Um, so really... Part of that is getting used to listening to your body um, and knowing, uh, okay, where am I at and what am I doing? And if you don't know yourself and your body that well, that's where the data comes in handy. Okay, so I'm you know checking my body fat, you know every every week or every morning, whatever it may be, and all of a sudden it's just done gone. I'm sorry, I forget we're we're yeah, yeah. audio. We just done yeah, this. I know all about that. As, as, <laughs> I, as I draw the, the reverse bell it curve like in my hand goes flat, yeah. like it stops. <laughs> it stops. So now it's leveled out. Well, at that point, something needs to change because it didn't just level out for a day or two. It's leveled out over a longer period of time. All right, now I need to change something. Well, do I want to go more intense in on my my cardio and change up the intensity level of it to try to burn more or do I want to change up how my body itself burns calories by adding more muscle? Now let's go back up the scale way to go up, but hopefully the body fat percent will start going down again because as I add muscle, the, the total percentage of my weight from body fat is less at that point. So again, having the data to know what direction you're going becomes more and more critical the closer and closer you get to your, uh, to your goal. Cause I have to admit, Audra asked me the other day, uh, maybe it was sometime last week or something, but like, like, well, what is your goal? And I'm like, man, I don't know. Right. Um, I, I don't know well enough what that looks like to be able, cause really I think to accurately say, this is my goal. You'd want to say, I want about this percentage of body fat at right. about this weight. Right. Because that's a significant, uh, you know, specifying that either changing either one of those will change the look of it quite Correct. a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. You know? I mean, you can be, you know, if you were, um, 190 and 18% body fat or 190 and 15 or 190 and 12, same weight. I've been the first one. I've never yeah. been the other two. <laughs> right. You know, that'll, that'll change how much, you know, how much muscle you're going to be going to be carrying, which will then change how you look. 
overall. And so um, really it becomes that much more critical to uh, um, somehow track it. And if you don't have the ability to get calipers, do circumference measurement because circumference will tell you um, as well what's going on. Um, and uh, again, circumference measurements, you can pretty much do them all on your own, you know, and, and yeah. you, can, you can get those pretty accurate every time, be fairly consistent every time. And at least you'll know what direction, you know, everything's moving. Um, is, you know, is the chest getting bigger or the shoulders getting bigger? Are the legs getting bigger or smaller? Whatever direction you want them to go. Um, is that going in the right direction? Okay, we're still on track at that point. I'm getting what I want. Um, and again, if you're out of maintenance, but you just want to get stronger, like I don't want to add any weight. I don't need to get any leaner. I just want to get stronger. Well, then who cares about the caliper? Who cares about the uh, yeah. um, the tape measure? Track down your weights, track down your numbers, make sure you're recording them and saying, okay, I got you know 11 reps uh, at, the, at this weight. Uh, last time I got 11 and a half this time. I moved in the right direction. It may have only been a half rep and I may need someone to pull it off me, but you know, or I you know, self spot, but I got to what I, you know, I, I see, I'm seeing improvement. I'm going where I want to go. Um, but again, a part of that too is that again, knowing what a specific um, weight and body fat percentage of where you want to be um, can be hard, you know, I mean, because, you know, what is somebody's body fat? And I mean, if you look, you know, at any of the magazines, a lot of times they go, I'm at 7% body fat. Some of them might be, but some may not be. So is that really realistic of where you want to go to try to sustain it? I know that I found myself that if I had been measured with a caliper and I was at 24% and I saw a guy that was claiming to be single digit and, and, and looked about like I did. Right. I'm like, that's too much variance. Yeah. You know, that's not, yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, it could be a couple one way or the other without you really being able to figure that how it could right. be the accuracy of the measurement at the moment. But, but you know, not, not 10. Right. Yeah. You can see 10%. Yeah, 10% you know? is, is you can, you can <laughs> it's see visu- that it's visible. You know, uh, one, one or 2%. Nah, not written not necessarily, but you know, even then visible to yourself, possibly, um, you know, in, in, I mean, one of the things you can do is, you know, uh, take a picture every couple of weeks. Yeah. I always just, wish I'd done that, you know, and then just I put them, did. you know, you don't have to share them with anybody, but you can p- put them side by side on the, on the computer or on the, on the phone and look at it and go, okay, there is change. I really I wish going. I'd done that. That would have so, been really handy. Well, I can, you know, we can just get you out eating mooya for the next, you know, four months doing no workout and then we can just start over again. Yeah. No, not, not going to no, happen. No. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, I would have been, it would have been nice because you forget. You do. Which is actually a happy thing. I, I'd like to yeah. point out, I had this, I had this interesting, I was in the shower, of course, which is always where you're the most critical of yourself. Right. And, and I was thinking, you know, I don't remember. Which you know? is probably a nice thing. It like, is. I don't, it was like, that was a happy moment. I'm right. like, wow, I don't remember, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, and, but again, but when, you, when you, when you want to see change, they yeah. can be good. You wish you did. Yeah. You're like, I wish I knew, had some, you know, visual. It's very slow. Yeah. Right. But, and, and the other thing is too, is if you don't ever want to see them again, there's always a delete button. You know, <laughs> yes. On, uh, I've done that. With, with digital photography. It's, that's a nice thing. As long <laughs> as you delete at the right time. I've, I've done the wrong time too. I go, oh. Whoops, go back in. Yeah, it's still in the trash. I can, I can recover <laughs> it. But really, I think a lot of that just comes down to is getting a good idea of knowing what your goal is and where you want to be so that you can make the right choice on going the proper direction. Because if you're already you know, at a leanness that you're happy with, um, you're pr- and there's nothing to, you know, that anybody else should be telling you 
is the right leanness for you. Um, with a caveat being if your doctor says, you know, hey, for health reasons, because of, you know, something going on, you might want to drop this. Yeah, I'd listen to him, you know, him or her and, and say, okay, you're probably right. But it needs to be your own goal. And once you get there, then you're just looking at maintaining. The data is, is still good because then you know if you're moving up or down from that. Um, and then you can make the choice of going, I went up a percent, whatever it could be a you know point of error. I went up 5%, eh, not good. Or I dropped like another 3% and I like it. <laughs> you know, I'm going to stay here. You know, there, there's a lot to be said to, to know what direction you're moving. I'm a big fan of data, like we've said. I, I, I can't say enough that I feel like anything you can collect is useful. Uh, be it from being accurate about measuring your food to taking, uh, um, you know, taking uh, measurements of yourself and, and weighing and, and registering all that data. Because when you start to get um, a, a lot of times that data can be intimidating, you know, it could upset you. But, you know, also just having the signpost right. can can save you from that as well. When you start freaking out and going, Oh my God, you I'm know, not, this I'm not is, seeing results. I'm not, this moving. is all going to come apart. You know, right. I don't understand. And, and that's when you can having that data, you can look back at it and be like, okay, okay, I'm, 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 good. I'm okay for now. Yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm moving away. Yeah. I'm going, going the right direction. Yeah. So still heading to Disney world, especially. And, and I would venture to say, uh, if, if you're at all like me, you know, I have never really, you know, gotten over the various fears that come from that i'm always afraid to eat more when when that right. uh, time comes and then i always hate eating less <laughs> when the time, when the time comes. comes right and uh, though it you know without without boring everyone to tears with it you know we had an interesting discussion i i had shared with you that i felt like those cycles were helpful to me because i slowly slip right like it's surprisingly little like i'll creep up over the course of like a six month period or something, I'll right. creep up a few hundred calories Correct. over a day or, but, but that, that matters. I mean, it if does. you do the math, you know, it, it's over six months, a couple of hundred calories is weight is a weight. lot. Yep. You well, know? I mean, a hundred extra calories a day. Um, if you eat a hundred calories more per day than what you burn, it's about a 10 pound weight gain per year. Yeah. So and that's those, five pounds. That's five pounds. And, uh, and you know, that won't work forever. No. But when we make a change, it, it resets. So it does. I, I think kind of chasing around a little bit uh, in small amounts. I mean, you got to understand, like when we talk about this big build, it's 10 right. pounds. Yeah. It's literally, I gained we're, 10 we're, pounds. Yeah. I lost, I'm losing 10 pounds. It's we're, not, we're not much. talking bodybuilder. No, big. We're, we're, we're talking, no, you know, <laughs> add, add more muscle, tiny amounts, a little bit of body fat. We're, you know, in a smaller range, but you know, it, it always, it makes me think of, uh, um, it, when you start, we're talking about the reset points. It makes me think of the computer games when you get to a spot you just can't get by because you missed something. Yeah. Guess what? Reset. Go back to the next starting point. Oh, here we go. That's what I missed. And then you can restart. Yeah, you can restart like that a little you know. bit. That's um, good. And it, and mentally, it's good too because it's a it's a nice little change. It's like if you know it, you don't really like eating at a deficit. But there's an end to it because there's going to be a point when you get to go back to a surplus. You know, yeah. Like, yeah, that'll be good. And know? I think about the second half of it, I get by solely by planning how, how I'm going to do that. Right. Like, <laughs> like like assigning those meals. And, you know, I think when I get to do that, I'm going to add this meal in and it's going to be here. And I'm going to eat this one bigger and I'm going to have that again because I love yeah. that. And it's like, ooh, and I can have, yeah, I can throw that in and and. And that'll and that's a great way to do it because you it, it's something to look forward to. You're like, all right, I'm doing putting this effort in, and you know, going back to the point, you can put all that effort into a you know into a two week period, or you can put it into a four month six month period. Spread it out over time. You're not 
and suffering is not the right word, but we'll use it. I mean, it's, it's, you're not, you're not in in such a, uh, you're going to like some things better than others. Right. You know, (laughs) um, and at least it's, it's more tolerable, more manageable. None of the things that I'm doing for what it's worth, I feel like are really suffering. I, I mean, uh, in, in a loss period, I'm trying to be five, hundred to a thousand calories under right. that means that i'm eating like uh between 23 and 2500 calories 2600 right. that's so, not scary so it's still a all. pretty good it's pretty good, good amount it's yeah. food you know it's right a, um during the build i i might go as high as you know 3500 3800 right. you know which is a yeah. lot it's a lot but of not food, stupidly so. a lot but it's still yeah. it's, it's food you know it's not that right. Well, and and that's, you know, kind of the, the big thing, too, is when you're on a gain phase is there's different ways to do it. And you'll, um, you know, we don't, you know, we're, we're talking you know, more realistic lifestyle changes, so we don't talk a lot about bodybuilders. No, but right. when you look at a, some of the bodybuilders, when they go to their gain phase, it, it's almost like they're a vacuum and eating everything in sight. <laughs> I've and, seen that, too. You, know, you, you won't wouldn't even recognize them if you looked at them. You're like, there's no way they're in shape because they just look fat. Yeah. I mean, they just, they, you're just like a big, you know, round guy in the gym. Um, then they lean out and you're like, oh, crap, they got a lot of muscle. But, you know, again, it, to me, that's the extremes again. You're going real far one way, real far the other. Um, but keep in mind, too, is if you're to, to do something like that, they're getting down to essential body fats, 4%, 5%, some of them even as low as 3%. So when they go, you know, when they add 10% and get up to 13%, it yeah. may sound like a big gain, <laughs> but 13% is still pretty lean. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to go um, too far either direction, but it, it kind of does apply the same way, just on a lesser, lesser scale, because you're not trying to add 20, 30 pounds of muscle before the next competition. Uh, you're still trying to, but, take the uh, the muscle gain but only do it in a smaller increment so there's very little body fat gain at that point um, and unless you have you know five six hours a day to, to dedicate to working out which I uh, don't you know, <laughs> yeah, which I don't think many people do no um, you really need to to make sure you get that proper balance and not over exceed either too much or too little on the food you know and I mean and there's some of those recommended diets out there like you're eating 500 calories a day to you know taking all these vitamins and all to keep you from getting sick it's like well why don't you see food yeah i have to say just kind of in in wrapping up i feel like you know i I think it's worth mentioning over and over again that that significant change in a reasonable amount of time and by that i mean a year right you know a couple years maybe even less maybe six months I think does not require, and this is worth saying twice, does not require extreme changes. Does not, no. It does not require extreme, it may be extreme changes, but not extreme action. Like you don't have to, you don't have to eat below starvation level. You don't have to uh, work out so many hours in a day that you can't stand. You don't have to do any of that to get. You don't big yeah. results. Yeah, you don't have to be puking in the gym the first no. three weeks that you're there. So because you're pushing so hard, no. guess what? Get in there and move. Build up to it because really, I mean, if you have, if you can go through there and push yourself so hard that you're puking, for one, it's not really healthy for you. Um, that again, go back to the idea: use all that willpower and spread it out a little bit yeah. over time, Hang and, on to and a go little, go know. there five days a week instead of you know, putting it all in and trying to do it all in one day. I think I know how to say it because of the diminishing returns, meaning, you know, it's like, what do they call it? And I'm horrible with math, but what do they call it when, when you have the thing that approaches, but never quite reaches? Oh, shoot. Uh, sure. Spring that know. on me. I should you know should this. Know. Uh, uh, 
Any, anyway, <laughs> it's like that. And, and, yeah. and the trick here is that because of that, like no matter how much willpower you have, uh, you, if you spend it all this week, you're only going to see a week's worth of results. And it will, right. if you're looking for a large change, like, you know, 30, you're 40, for, 50, yeah. 100 pounds, it's not going to happen. Month or six months worth of results in that yeah. week, it's not going to happen. Even if you could somehow put six months worth of work into that week, it's still right. not going to happen. Not going to happen. Because it would, it would go away. You know, right. essentially the last, you know, three quarters of it would be almost entirely wasted. Yep. And, and if you could instead just hang on to a little bit of that, it's more it's more like uh, I wouldn't call it a marathon because that's just a horrible <laughs> word for me. But like, I mean, it, it's more like a 5K. Those are fun. OK, there we so, go. So, you know, if you if you just take off a great story, you know, when when I was a, a, a kid, uh, I was in band. Right. Right. And. Uh, they would, they had this thing in Texas where if you were, if you could pass this, uh, physical te- fitness test, uh, when, when you finished eighth grade, you could count band as PE. Oh, very nice. You know, and I right. wanted that bad cause I did right. not want to do the PE class, which sure. is funny in right. hindsight, <laughs> but I just did not want to do it. Uh, so I was going to. I was going to pass that test no matter what. And it, it, it was like sit-ups and pull-ups and running. And, uh, and it was funny. I, uh, I just decided I was going to throw myself at it. Right. And I didn't care if I died. I was going to pass that test. Because you wanted to, yeah, didn't want to do the pee. I got the sit-ups just barely. Right. Uh, I, I threw up <laughs> after that. And then um, I, I could not get the pull-ups. Uh, I cramped doing it and Ouch. fell off the yeah. thing yeah. Uh, and threw up. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think there were others too, but the running was the funniest part. And that's right. what made me think of this because it was, uh, it was twice running for 300, 300, 600 yards. Is that so right? you, well, depending on the football field, cause hundred yards down, hundred yards back, yeah, about 50, 50, 50, 75 wide, depending on how so far, about, about 600 yard run. Right. Right. right? What is that? It's 1800 feet. So yeah. quarter mile, quarter mile. So. That's nothing. Yeah. Right. So I, but I decided you had a time that you had to do. Right. So I thought, I, I, I had no idea how to do this. So I just, they, they hit the button and I took off, man. Right. You know, and just ran like hell. And I, to my credit, I made it pretty much all the way around once. Right. My split time was great. <laughs> You're like, woohoo. Yeah. Just going. And I remember just, it's, it was hurting real bad and I was having trouble breathing and everything, but I just yeah. kept, kept going. Kept going. And eventually, literally, my legs just collapsed out from under me and I bit the dust. Right. And I passed out and I got up and threw up. And uh, it was funny. And I was laying there with puke all over. And I remember the guy, the coach, who he and I had never gotten along. Right. You know, we were just like, you know, yeah. button heads the whole time. I remember it's the only nice thing he ever said to me. He walked over. I was laying there with puke and everything. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even finish the run. Right. Uh, I got about half halfway around the second lap. Sure. And uh, he just came over and he's like, "Cage, you know, you try that hard. It's fine." <laughs> I see you pass. It's like, nice. like, <laughs> it was the only time he was reasonably nice to me. You know. He's like, "That's all you got, man. That's good enough." You're good enough. Go- <laughs> you, 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 at least you gave it. You left it all out there on the field. <laughs> there was no doubt of that, <laughs> including my lunch and yeah, breakfast. breakfast and, and, but you know, I I felt like in hindsight, you know, like I could have done that run if I'd have taken about about. 
30% of what I put into it and spread it out a little, I'd have passed that. Right. And if if those sit-ups, instead of like going like hell, because I didn't have any idea how many it would take, right? if I had timed them out and just got the minimum and kept some for the other crap I had to do, right? I would have been fine. And, and I think that's what it is, kind of. It's a funny analogy. It's a funny... It's similar to like if you jump into working out and you just throw yourself at it and you leave it all in the field in the first right. week. Yep. A large portion of that is wasted. Um, you know, you're not going to get as much out of that same effort that you got out in that week as you would if you spread it out a little bit. Right. And and you're going to need it because it's hard. And and you know, I won't yeah. lie. There are times where you'll want you'll need some extra. And if you hung on to a little bit, it'd yeah. be good. You it, know? It, it it helps because well, and the other part too is you know, I mean, even though you passed, it probably didn't encourage you. To want to run anymore even though he passed you probably if anything made nope. you want to run less <laughs> but had you done nope. it you know had you actually made it and gone this hey, isn't that I can run. bad yeah. i can actually run same thing when you're when you're getting in the gym and working out i mean if there's going to be some soreness there is going to be a little bit of aching but it's going to be more of a i did it i'm kind of achy but it's not you don't you have know, to die to get the yeah, results correct i think that's you probably really the don't. best way is you don't it, it doesn't have to be what you see on tv it doesn't have to be you know what yes. you know what what everybody's you know they're they're falling over their bikes are tripping they're falling off the treadmill getting shot into the wall they're dropping dumbbells <laughs> on their head whatever it is they're doing you know it's like yeah you need to be put you need to push but guess what you got to push next yeah. week too. Yeah, and the so next hang week on to that. a little bit so yeah. that because the timing is definitely gonna the right. long term is gonna bring much more result. Correct. Than short term brief. Right. Throw yourself yeah. at it. Somebody comes at it and hits it hard for a month. It just oh, and then stops. Yeah. Is not going to get the same thing as somebody that put that same effort in over five over months. Five months. Yeah. The, the person doing it for longer is going to get is going to end up benefiting more from it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got anything to add? Wrapping I, up? I don't actually. I think that that covered quite a bit, actually. So, hey, you know, uh, we, we love to take calls. We didn't have any this week. If you would like to call, the number is 214-296-9229. That's 214-296-9229. And you can leave a voicemail, which we can include in a future podcast. We, we will. We, we love to do that. Yes, we do. Uh, so if you have any questions uh, just uh, or, or, or comments or anything, have fun. Yep. Look forward to hearing from you. From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast. But to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers.